Welcome to the Gear Slime, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Jay. <laughs> I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slam it hard, so you bloody well don't have to. <laughs> right. Did I, did I, was there another bit there that I missed? I got to the end of no, the sentence and I was like, hang on, there's something else you I'm supposed it. to say here. You, you, you paused Every before time you I said do your it, name. I feel the same okay. way. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> but it was, it was, I feel the when, same when Aaron does it, do it, when, when Aaron does it, it's, he, he just immediately says, I'm Aaron. Okay, fine. We just don't know what to do when he's not here to say, I'm Aaron. That's, the yeah. Thing. Because there's so not all like the pieces, a higher, we don't have like an established hierarchy, you know. Yeah. Well, but exactly. Or but it's order. like we we all know that that's there's an order that we always do it, and it always starts with him saying, "I'm Aaron." <laughs> yeah. So it's like we're always like, wait. Uh, <laughs> so that was it. You did. You nailed it. Okay. Cool. Thanks. They won't let me do it on Guitar Nerd, okay, so, so you know. <laughs> I've never, I've, I've never hosted it. Actually, I think I did once and I just like completely ballsed up the intro. So that was it. One and done. You know, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. That's the there, most important. The most important aspect of a podcast is that you can have a consistent intro, right? Exactly. That's exactly. That's, need. that's what, that's what figures out those iTunes ratings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we had a cliffhanger at the end of the last episode. Because we were going to talk about football, yeah. Because I have I've been dying to hear your take on some oh recent my happenings God. Okay. in the European <laughs> football world. Okay. Oh, so this as far as I understand it, and here's where you can to our viewer. <laughs> the uh, the people are going to let this is I think this might be interesting to a lot of people. Uh, as far as I understand it, and I think this is a this is an amazing system, and I think. Uh, more American sports should work this way is that depending on there are like multiple leagues, you know, multiple minor leagues. So it's the same way with like baseball in America, but depending on how you do every year or however often, if you're like the worst team in a certain league, you'll go down a league. And if you're the best team, you might go up a league or whatever. And it's relegation, right? When you get yep. dumped down relegation and promotion. And then That's is right. it promotion or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, a whole bunch of very rich people took the very richest teams and then a couple others and and decided to make this thing called the Super League which is basically like a decision and and European football soccer is uh is like such a huge part of the culture it's a part of you know a lot of people it's a big part of their identity and it's a big, you know, it's part of where you're from and all that stuff. And this basically removed every aspect, every human element of it. And was basically like, these are the richest teams. We want to make the most money. And so screw everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. So that That's basically what happened. And, and, and it, although th- there's kind of a caveat there in the, uh, the, when they initially announced it, so the European Super League, so it was 12 teams, basically the 12 richest clubs, um, 
there's a couple of others who weren't but, involved. So, so, go on. But go on, Tottenham sorry. is your favorite team, right? That's that. Yes, but so Tottenham That's Hotspur, which is I wanted your opinion. Yeah, so Spurs, it's it's that's who I support. Kind of one of the ones who like, they're kind of well, one of the ones who were like not an obvious choice to join, right? They were one of uh, like some of them are obviously in terms of in, like, like yeah, yeah. The, so like you've got Man United clubs. and Liverpool and Real Madrid and Barcelona and you know, but Juventus. actually, and uh, Juventus and uh, yeah. So it was yeah. The the there were six clubs from the from England, which is uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, Man United, uh, Chelsea, and Liverpool. Then uh, three teams from Spain, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Three teams from Italy, um, which is uh, AC Milan, Inter Milan and Juventus. And uh, what was weird was uh, uh, Bayern Munich, who are the big German team, and uh, Borussia yeah. Dortmund, who are kind of the next. There's like two or three kind of that hover around where Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich are like, they win the league most years. And then there's uh, Borussia yeah. Dortmund and RB Leipzig. And, uh, and PSG, Paris Saint-Germain in France, they weren't involved. And it since came out that they were kind of off. Is that the still just because of, is it because of World War II? Is it still like Germany? No, this is. Well, no, actually. So it's, it's, it's funny. It's <laughs> actually the, um, the, cause German society is kind of a bit more, um, the, the club, the clubs are, they've got like this, this rule called 50 plus one, where basically, uh, the, uh, clubs have to be at least 50% owned by the uh, the fans. So it can't be owned by like a, by like a conglomerate or it can't be owned yeah. just by like one rich geezer yeah. essentially. And, uh, and so rich guy from Dubai or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Which is how, which is how a lot of the other teams are, are like owned, like uh, Man City are owned by um, the like crown prince of Saudi Arabia, essentially. And, well, that's uh, why Manchester United is unique in that sense, right? Because aren't they kind of owned by the people? No, they are. No, they're not. No, they're they're owned by um, the Glazer family, who are a uh, American billionaire oh, okay. family. I was, thinking, but, I was thinking there was one of the teams that was like one of the British teams that was owned by. No, the no. Unfortunately, no. All of the all of the British teams are uh, like Chelsea's owned by uh, Roman Abramovich, who's like a Russian oil billionaire. Just billionaires. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spurs are owned by Joe Lewis, who's again like a, uh, a British, and British billionaire. Yeah, uh, Arsenal are owned by Stan Kroenke, who also owns the uh, LA Rams. Right? Is that that Probably. LA Rams is? Yeah, they they were the ones who moved from St. Louis, right? LA Rams are no longer a thing. Yes, I know that much. Did they move back to St. Louis? Is they, that what happened? Well, funny. <laughs> this shows how plugged in Phil is with sports. The LA Rams are a thing again. Wait, oh, they are LA Raiders, but now the Raiders, now the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, I think. When the Ra oh, yeah. Raiders were somewhere sure the else, though, weren't they? To, Raiders were. When, they were Oakland Raiders. for a long time. Oakland, the yeah, Oakland yeah, 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 Raiders. Yeah. Raiders. Yeah. So any, anyway, the, the long and the short of it is, it was a complete nightmare. So the, I missed most of the the initial furore because I was so I was in the hospital. I just had not like a minor operation a couple of weeks ago, and this all happened like after i woke up from like i woke up from like uh from from this operation i had a really bad reaction to the anesthetic and i'm i'm waking up just like with all these texts from my from my mates being like what is going on and i'm just like yeah i don't know man oh yeah Oof. <laughs> Oof. Like, I literally what can i tell know. you and uh but yeah literally i didn't know so the the whole idea of like a european super league has been talked about for decades 
decades. Like they talked about this in the eighties and it never came of anything. And uh, essentially the, the rich teams want more control over uh, the, how the game is managed. And they don't think that uh, UEFA or yeah. FIFA, which are the governing bodies are paying enough attention to like what the clubs and what the people want and what, to a degree they're correct like there are things that are just wrong about what's going on with the management of football but Mm. the way that uh these teams kind of managed to go about it was like yes see look all of these complaints we need we need more money please and they wanted to be able to have like a closed shop they didn't want the risk of it wasn't so much promotion and relegation but um like so as well as having the uh domestic leagues there's also european competitions that go on every year and uh, the four or five, the, 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 depending on the, uh, the caliber of the league, between one and four teams from each country go into the Champions League each year. And um, what this has all come from is the fact that like Real Madrid, who are the, the, the ones who kind of spearheaded this campaign, they say that they're not making enough money from the Champions League. They're the big name and they should have more money and it should be tiered yeah. more favorably towards them. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And if they don't and if they don't get into the Champions League one year, or if they don't get as far as they are expecting to, which is the final each year, they they can't afford yeah. to run. They can't afford to be a football team. And they're saying, if we don't have this money we won't be a football team. And without us being a football team, you're not going to have as many people watching. Now that is completely at odds with how kind of European football is set up, which is, you know, it's a meritocracy. And like, there's no reason why I couldn't go and start a football club in, uh, you know, another football club in Brighton where I live. And there's no reason logistically why I couldn't climb the ranks. Exactly. And, you know, in 20 years time, J Cross FC, uh, which is probably a little <laughs> bit too much of a you know arrogant name, but we'll work on the name later. There's no reason why we couldn't be yeah. in the Champions League. There's no reason because it's everyone is offered the same opportunities, and uh, f- what they were trying to do was just ensure this closed shop. And it's just nonsense because, sure, Real Madrid and Barcelona and Spurs are up there as like the big popular successful clubs now but that wasn't the case 20 years ago it's the same as all sports you know 20 years ago yeah you would have been looking at or, or 30 years ago you would have been looking at Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday and all these other clubs that yeah. people don't know about nowadays because they're not in the premier they're not in the top division they had their time and they kind of dwindled down and why is it fair that yeah. a team like Spurs or, or Real Madrid or Barcelona gets to anchor themselves at the pinnacle of sport forever when they should, and that that's actually something that I've never stood about. Amer- I've never understood about American sports about how, like, you know, you yeah. can be the worst team year on year on year yeah. on year, and it don't matter. And in fact, you know, yeah. look at the Sixers and the whole like trust the process thing. Like they actively pushed oh. to be the worst team in the league for a few years so that they yeah. could build up all of these first round they drafts. Get the and best like, draft picks, exactly. And it, it, like that has never really made sense to me, but. It's uh, you know, I know no. that it's a, it's a completely different way of looking at things. But well, uh, but yeah, it's so a very it, American, it, it's a very American system to uh, to allow the rich to stay rich in spite of themselves. I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's and, nothing more and American than that. I guess so. Yeah, and and <laughs> and you know that's kind of what's been blamed on 
uh, on on the the European Super League is the fact that you know there's quote unquote too much American influence in European football now, and yeah. it's just like it's it's not that at all. It's uh, you know. It is hilarious. Just, though, just the that, way that like, capitalism works at the end of the day, now, isn't it? Haven't, and, you know, haven't most of the teams, haven't most of the teams pulled out now? Yeah. Basically everyone pulled out almost immediately. Um, at least over the first couple of days, uh, except for the Spanish clubs, they stayed and they were like, no, no, this is like, this is what's going to happen. And, uh, <laughs> like, and then what, for... what happened guys? We're all in this <laughs> well, together. <laughs> and Fl- Florentino Perez is the owner or the, the chairman, or the, I don't know if he's the owner of Real Madrid, but, He's in charge of Madrid. He basically just kind of take a step, took a step back from it and went, I don't know what you guys are all doing. You've all signed a contract. You're all competing in it. I don't know, I don't know what your problem is. You're, you're all doing it. And the, the issue is, is that UEFA and FIFA basically said, you can't do this. And if you do this, we will kick you out of the Premier League. We'll kick you out of uh, La Liga and the, the domestic leagues. And also, we won't and allow your players. Well, we won't allow your players to compete in the World Cup. So, you know, what's the point of watching the World Cup or the Euros if you haven't got, you know, the, the Harry Canes and the, uh, all, yeah. the, all the big name players playing there? Like, it would just be a weird... So, obviously, people kicked off about it. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's going on. You know, football has got a, a... Like all aspects of society, football's got a terrible racism problem and football fans have got, you know, terrible, terrible reputation, and rightly a terrible reputation because people are awful and what's interesting is is right now um this weekend there's like a big social media boycott going on um throughout like the world well throughout the at least european football and uh actually it's drifted over into other sports but in the uk there's like a complete blackout from uh any social media because uh like the premier league and uh you know a bunch of the other sports have said look twitter facebook instagram you're not doing enough to combat uh, abuse and hate yeah. from people mm. towards our players. And if you don't do something about it, we're just going to stop using your platforms. And so there's mm. a there's a complete boycott going on at the moment, which is, you know, personally, I don't think they've gone far enough. I don't think they've been kind of explicit enough with their demands. They've just said, yeah. oh, please, can you do something about this? Whereas I think they should say, do something about this immediately and come up with a strategy to stop our players being racially abused or, you know, yeah, getting homophobic yeah. because like, you, you know what it's like. Like if, if you post a clip from a, a sporting event and like a pirated clip of a sporting event on Twitter, or if you post a clip from, uh, you know, the unreleased uh, or like even just the newly released Marvel movie on Twitter, it gets flagged and it gets taken down immediately. Yeah. So like they know they know they know what's good they stuff. know how to do it but they're just not doing it and exactly so so there's there are issues with it and you know by no means are are spurs and it's yeah it's rubbish like there's the it's, it's interesting because that that is still it's kind of reminiscent of how hockey still is because it's a sport that has historically just been dominated by rich white people basically mm-hmm. you know where like a lot of american sports have been dominated by people of color for decades. So yeah. like, sure. Boston fans are all still, you know, known for being very racist, but it's not as like, it's the bigger thing in the, in the U S is women's sports. Anytime, yeah. anytime somebody posts a clip of any woman's sport, like softball, WNBA, whatever it is, half the comments are like, Oh, 
oh, this is what nobody likes women. Women aren't as good, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, get over it. They did something amazing. It doesn't matter that like, you know, it's different from men's basketball. Completely. And and it's the same here. It's, it's absolutely the same here. And, and you know, they, they've gone some way to kind of like the, the kind of um, sporting establishments have gone some way to, to trying to like even the, the playing field a little bit, like the women's yeah. champions league. So like the, uh, uh, the, the European competition for all the best women's teams around, yeah, around Europe, they're, they're now shown on, on sky and BT, which are the big sports broadcasters over here. So they get, and they get billed equally. And a lot of the men's sports have, uh, will have like um, a, uh, usually like they'll have a, an ex uh football player from the uh, men's game and an ex-football player from the women's game will be like involved in the punditry as yeah from the broadcasters and you know there's there's definitely steps being taken to kind of do the right thing but it's it is is like a a reminder that like the only thing that anyone cares about in all this is money and that's all that's going to control it ultimately you know right yeah but but that's that's how every sport is like we we get emotionally invested in it but then you're reminded that like, well, the real thing, you know, the only yeah, thing that really but matters I also, is money. I think it's also important to like look inwards with this stuff as well. Like, you know, the guitar world is, despite the kind of steps that have been taken over the last, you know, couple of years of stuff, the, the guitar world is still like a complete boys club. And totally. it's, um, you know, even you see, you see it on, you know, the Guitarnos Forum, you see it on the Gear Slam, you see it on 60 Cycle Harm and like, I think that the people involved are, are quite good at like stamping it out and, you know, not tolerating it, but like, it's, it's just important to like, not be like, Haha, this, not us though. Right guys. Not, not, yeah, not yeah, me. Totally. Like, well, you know. and it's, it's crazy that like I could post a video of me just like sitting there playing guitar and people would like make fun of me for not being good at guitar or whatever. But like if a woman posts a video, of them playing guitar half the comments or more are about her appearance yeah right, yeah, yeah about yeah, yeah. her being a woman or you know whatever it is and it's like if anything they should be making fun of me for my appearance but like you know but it's which it's they do so it's such a it's such a boys club and always has been you know yeah and you know there's i, I definitely think that uh like fender i think has done a really good job of of kind of being a bit more inclusive with the type of um people that are involved with like their marketing yeah. and uh and and like some of the signature models and uh you know that a lot of the a lot of companies are have kind of realized okay hang on a sec i think yeah. we really need to step up our game you're here. starting to see a lot of signature artists a lot of women signature artists and you have to kind of think like i don't know who that is off the top of my head but that's like why that's why you need them a signature you like you seek them out and say oh there's their music and you know yeah you learn yeah, about yeah, it yeah. and stuff that's yeah. how signature artists are supposed to be. And they kind of have to go out of their way to, to get some of these names out there, you know, completely. And, you know, yeah. I, I think that the importance of the work that was done by she shreds should never be underplayed. I think that was, it was just like such an important turning point for kind of guitar media and like the work that Fabi did and, and that Cynthia did with the, the, uh, the, um, the the actual editorial of a magazine, I think, was just amazing, and it's it oh. it has it has forced people to you know you look at I think it was the first edition of, of She Shreds when that came out, and there was that picture of that with Guitar Player magazine or or one of the big American magazines that had you know 
check out the the 10 hottest rock chicks in planet earth today like you had that yeah. next to uh next to like you know this episode this um edition of she shreds and it's like that rightly when uh you know gave people kind of pause for thought and yeah, yeah. you know we, we can all Did, we can all kind of take steps so, to do things a little bit better i think have you guys how how uh how familiar are you guys with the um the uh bon appetit uh the well the the podcast is reply all reply all yeah um cole are you uh are you f- familiar with i've heard of it okay so what it, what happened it's is, like a very it's a very popular podcast yes what what happened was so you see what happened was um they decided they what were going to do a podcast was. what had happened that's what it was what had, what had happened was um they decided they were going to do a podcast about the food magazine and how it was the and and the issues with um uh bullying but yeah like being uh well uh, racial insensitivity is like putting it mildly but not it's it was white people making ethnic food is kind of like how the like the the very um like appropriation kind of thing yes and then they were like well what so so this is happening and they're like they're like oh we should do a story about it and then they start doing a story about it and then as they're doing a story about it the people of reply all are like um you know we have some issues with uh uh racism you're basically, and, it's, the, you're, it's the same thing yeah 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 and, and they kind of they kind of got called out for and it was so weird. Like I love Reply All. That it's Same. like it's it's one of my favorite pieces. Like let alone podcasts, it's one of my favorite pieces yeah. of media. I th- I thought those that they were really good at what they did, and mm-hmm. you know they kind of moved over to Spotify, and it it got it, they managed it got a little bit kind of like cleaner and a little bit slicker. Um, mm-hmm. But in general, I think they did a good job of kind of keeping the the core thing together. Um, yeah. When they when they did the, that kind of like expose on when when it first they first announced oh we're going to be doing this expose on on Bon Appetit I was like this doesn't seem very reply all like I don't really know what right. they're doing and and yeah the whole thing just it was them it, it was exactly what what I was just sort of talking about there in terms of like they weren't looking inwards they were saying right. they weren't being like well hang on a sec what about us like what are we doing wrong here you know and what, then because what, what they can, had barreled forward then it started coming out like literally as they're they're posting episodes and they haven't they haven't released did you listen listen to the most recent one where they the, talked about no i, I saw the so I, I usually listen I, so i usually listen to podcasts when i'm running and uh because i had this operation i'm i'm like really far behind on on everything so i haven't uh i haven't listened to the most recent but i saw alex goldman uh posted on twitter he basically said like listen there's a new episode of reply all this is us basically trying to explain what we think we're going to do moving forward. And I, I haven't listened yeah. to it yet, but yeah, it's, it's super fascinating because they're talking about they're they're talking about how and why everything happened. And they started putting the episodes together and then releasing them. And while they were released, it's like they had two more or something after that. Yeah, I think they, they released two and, but everything got but I... everything imploded. And then yeah. they were like, well, now it doesn't make sense to release these. It feels wrong. 
but it also somebody and other people were like well why can't you just have somebody redo it and it's like well okay but then redoing it is like like you can't have somebody jump in in the middle so they just kind of like they just talked about how they can't do it and why it's difficult, and, it is difficult because like it seems like it was a story worth telling but like i don't know necessarily that it needed to come first of all i don't know necessarily that it needed to come from them it it felt like a bit of a departure from what they did uh yeah. and secondly like yes they've done this talk they you know they they talked about all this stuff that was going on without looking inwards about the, the problems that uh that that were being caused that that, that they were contributing to themselves and it's um it's heartbreaking really because it's it was it was a great show and you know they they employed a lot of people and it seems like a lot of those people you know i, I don't know the ins and outs of it but it's just such a shame that you just it's so easy for people to be like ah, look at these look at these look at these racist yes. idiots yes. without like taking a sec to be like <laughs> well hang on a sec like how different is that from me you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, well and it's also it's not even just like are you like because you're not even you're not even accusing them of being overtly racist you're accusing them of not of not giving a voice to people of other races right of like you're basically standing in as their voice and i think that's that's what happens a lot of times is like should you be the one telling <laughs> like telling that mm. story or should it be people of color who are actually affected yes. by it or whatever you know well yes. yeah and you and know granted, again it's, it's, I mean, granted, it's we are so easy for us to, yeah, exactly 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 and it's so difficult because <laughs> it's like it's so easy for us to be having this conversation as yeah. You know, it's, it's exact. It's exactly the same thing. Like it's, it's, it's difficult because like you want to be doing the right thing, but I, I don't know. I just, I think it's like I said. I just, I think it's important to kind of look inward at what you can do and what yeah. you have done, and and, uh, and listen, listen, and raise up other people's voices where you, where you can. You know, totally. That's, um, yeah. It's like the so, same mentality. It's such a it's such a dumb stereotype, but the whole idea that like uh a lot of people, a lot of men, you know, if they're like wife or whatever tells them a problem, it's like they don't want they just want you to listen, they don't want you to fix it. But it right. is like the I it's kind of this it kind of comes from the same attitude of like there's a problem that exists and I need to do what I can to fix it, but maybe what you need to do to fix it right now is just to shut up or to raise somebody else's voice. Like you're yeah. saying, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird, that's a hard thing to do, you know? So yeah, it's, uh, it, it is, it is hard and it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, um, just listening and kind of like, even if it's just like, you know, retweeting stuff rather than like quote tweeting it. Do you know what I mean? Like that, I, yeah. I feel quite strongly about like people are so keen to, add their opinion when you could just you don't have to be like oh yeah yeah right on this is this is great just like just hit retweet retweet. like you don't have you don't have you don't have to always like add your two cents like simply by and you know i realize it's dumb just talking about things from the perspective of twitter but like it's just that seems to me like such an easy thing to just just retweet you don't need to you don't need to speak be like yeah me too yeah 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 right on like you know it is an interesting function though that like it is a function built into twitter that exposes this deeper sort of mindset that people have 
Yes. And they have to make themselves a part of it. I mean, just like yeah. how I just said, like, oh, I was at, you know, I was at the World Trade Center right before 9-11. It's the same thing. <laughs> or like, Phil, didn't you have a friend who was at that Las Vegas shooting or like they were going to be or something? I think I that was like, Aaron. Anytime something happens, it's like, oh, this celebrity died. I remember the first time I and I and me and, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. it's like, no, just just get out of the way, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Ooh, that was, uh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we've done our bit guys. I think we can, uh, you know, we can, we can <laughs> we comfortably, to... <laughs> we can comfortably check off our, uh, you know, social justice, uh, our, quote our for the day. Tax. Exactly. Yeah, we, exactly. We can be racist and sexist now for, for like, like the remaining half two, an hour. at least. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the, easily, easily. So I still, every time you say look inwards, I can't help but think of that <laughs> Harris Whittles joke where he says, some my psychiatrist said look inwards and i thought he said look inwards <laughs> <laughs> so as you're I, making this serious you know uh, anyways yeah you, <laughs> yes jay you said look look inward like five i did times. i said it a lot yeah 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 look and, inward and i kept looking at cole to see if cole is laughing see if i would laugh at at the oh, at the at my at my extremely serious poignant point that I was, exactly uh, yeah if you don't know gun street wiring shop by now you must be living in the dark ages they are the premier hand built wiring solution for all of your guitars i have one in my telecaster i have a setup in there five way it's great have it in my jazz master it's amazing i actually put it in my epiphone dot brought the thing back to life it's crazy if you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. <laughs> okay. Should we, should we play some games with the time we, we have? We have some games. Uh, one of you want to you want to play some games, Jay? Yeah, let's play some play some funky games. All right, what games shall we play first, Cole? Should we play your game just in case we run out of time? My game's less important. I have some well, stash it, smash it, trash it. Jay Jay has told us in the past that this is one of his favorite things. Um, I think was it in the entire universe or was it just from our podcast i'm not really sure i can't remember yeah i i, I think it's i, I think you, you need to bear in mind the fact that the last time we were together andy kim had just uh force fed me a bowl of jack daniels a literal and, bowl. A bowl. <laughs> yes and so anything that anything that i said after about <laughs> five minutes <laughs> after walking into your your apartment just yes. take it with a pinch of salt, you know. Oh, okay. Man. Okay. So no, no, no. It's yeah. It's the thing is, is like, because uh, I I was listening a couple of weeks ago to when Andy was doing this game with you, and it is like, you know, it's it's fine when I'm like running, I'm running along the seafront, being like, you idiots, you idiots, how are you not guessing this, you idiots? And then like you're involved in the game, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's do, what, it. Let's do it. Is it is that called backseat quarterbacking? <laughs> yeah, Monday, Monday morning is? quarterback. Mortimer. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's let's get started with everyone's favorite game on both sides of the pond. 
guess that pedal review. <laughs> this first review is by Fizz. It's a five-star review. Absolute bargain of a uh, reviewed in on July twenty-first, <laughs> two thousand eighteen. You Bill. roboted. Yes. That wasn't the the irony. You have not roboted oh, no. the entire time, and then somehow, right now, it you stopped. Said, I think me and Cole are both just like, "Wow, this dramatic pause is yeah, oh, tension is building." Dramatic. You said absolute bargain, and then it was silent yeah. for five seconds. <laughs> okay. Okay, start us over. That that was the last thing you heard. Yeah. Yeah, just start okay. at the beginning. So the review is by, the review is by Fizz. It is a five-star review titled Absolute Bargain of a Pedal Description. Reviewed in the United Kingdom on July 21st, 2019. The review oh, is wow. as follows. 18 months ago. Yes. Two years ago. Uh, yes. Pre-COVID. Yes. You, you get all the warm, muddy tones you want and expect from a pedal description. The maximum effect time isn't that long, but for shorter pedal description, like it delivers the goods and generally enhances your overall guitar tone. Responds well to conjunction with modulation, pedal effect, reverb effects, and can achieve a decent Faux reverb by itself, solid metal chassis makes it built like a tank in terms of durability and the uncomplicated three dials make it easy to adjust settings on the fly. Basically, what you're getting is a basic no frills pedal effect, providing a quality version of pedal effect that doesn't sound cheap but is incredibly cheap to purchase. What's not to love? Okay, I think we both might know what this is. Do you do you have an obvious guess for what you think this is, Jay? I mean, my it's an analog delay of some sort. Yeah, my, my I, thought I, was I, just a car a carbon copy. Yeah, a carbon that was copy, what I thought right? as well. Right up until he said. It's super cheap, which uh, yeah. the carbon, co carbon copy is still like 150 quid or whatever. 150. Is it a carbon copy? It is not a carbon copy. Is it the Ibanez? Is it the Ibanez mini delay? It is not. Is it a TC mini. pedal? It is. Okay. So it's the oh, TC. Crap. Yeah. One of the, so it's whatever the cheap, like the, oh, I can't remember what they were. The like the uh, Behringer series, the bit, yeah, the Behringer, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, the, yeah, so it was like the is it is it called like no, the ghost is the um, the ghost echo is uh, um, that's boss. Earthquaker, the ghost echo is Earthquakers, it's not them, so it's uh, it's it's is it pink? It is not pink, okay. Oh, is it it's brown, isn't it? It is brown, oh. Crap! I remember. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, it's something Echo. It's something Echo, I think. Is that is it e Phil? Tank Echo or Echo? Echo is in the name. <laughs> oh. I uh... does it start with Echo? It does start with Echo. Ah, uh, Echo something analog it. delay. Yeah, I I don't think I'm gonna Echo Park. Echo Park? No, okay. no, no. Echo. You're gonna have to just tell us, Phil. Yeah, I'm. Echo I'm, that's brain. Close as we're gonna get. Echo brain. Okay. Echo oh, man. brain. I wouldn't have gotten that in a million years. No, I don't think I would have either. But like, <laughs> you know, we we got to we we got, got to it, the though. we got there pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes, you did. We knew you... it was an analog delay, obviously. And the fact that the uh, that the fact the fact that it's cheap and that you went to TC Electronic, like, what was it a year or two ago that they just put out like a just a buttload of these cheaper giant uh, well, it was after they merged with world music corporation and so they're basically like in theory they're basically just behringer pedals i, th I think it was i think it was longer ago than you think actually i was it i think yeah, it, it was i think it, it might like, have been like 2017 or 2016 wow. yeah i think it was 2016 2017 that, that those came out and so like some of them were great the um i've got the uh third dimension here which is I, I don't know it looks uh it's the same weirdly the same color as the boss dimension c and it mm. has the same weirdly it has the same functionality as the boss dimension c which i think is just a and the, the name is really similar but i think it's a coincidence um but i've got that yeah. and that's um that's a that's a that's a great pedal um mm. yeah they they came out in 2016 yeah okay yeah whoa yeah. that's yeah wild well we've established that i'm not, not good with uh timelines we that's that's been no proven time and time Strymon. again Strymon. On once you reach a Strymon. certain age once yeah <laughs> all the once years a certain age it all kind of blurs together together yes <laughs> um okay the next review is uh okay i'm gonna read i'm gonna read two two short reviews for this pedal Oh, two for one. Bloody lovely. Yes, this is this review is by Zippo fan. <laughs> Five star review. <laughs> what a weird thing. That's, that's, that's a the name. That's the light or the circus. I wonder. That's their name on Amazon. When they write Amazon reviews, they, they it's everything is Zippo. Zippo I'm, I'm, maybe fan. does that mean that your first review was of Zippo lighters? Is that Zippo. like? Is that no, like you would have had to put that in. Yeah, yeah, because like you otherwise you're just like Amazon customer, I think, aren't you? Like, right, right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, funny. big fat, big fan of the old Zippos. I mean, top quality lighters. What can I tell you? <laughs> they are. You know, they are. Yeah, I mean, a classic. The Rolls, the Rolls Royce of why light, why light a cigarette with anything less than a Rolls Royce? You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, Zippo fan, five star review titled "Great Buy," reviewed in the United States. On March 1st, 2016, I was pleasantly surprised at the versatility of this pedal effect. The tone stack works great from just a little extra sparkle to full-on crunch. Well worth checking out. Okay, and then the, uh, the next review is short and by... Um, 
Ooh, I'm going to butcher this name. John Jero <laughs> Apache Hernandez. Okay. Five star review. I, ju- I just love how you were like, I'm going to butcher this name. John. Hey, but it's John. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. J J H O N. Okay. And I was like, I guess I'll just go John, but I don't, that doesn't, okay. I mean, I, so sorry. Yes, John. Yeah. After that whole discussion you, about, about racial sensitivity, you, you had the gall to try and pronounce this guy's name. I, I'm, I'm a walking contradiction. <laughs> I'm an imperfect man. Five-star review. The pedal is excellent. What I like is the tone that ranges. Yes. United States, March 5th, 2016. The tone that ranges. That's poetic. <laughs> the, pedal, the pedal is excellent. What I like is the tone that ranges from very soft until a saturation type amplifier tubes. Okay. <laughs> That's what you got to go on. Now, if, if you'd like, there's a two-paragraph review. Those were both five stars. I could I could read a f- a one star. Oh uh, yeah, two we got paragraph. Yeah. Obviously, we okay. got if we've got we've got a couple of a couple of good old boys. We need to hear you know. <laughs> got to hear the okay. one star. Negative Nelly. <laughs> yeah. See what okay, so on. here here this this is a review. Same pedal. Vicente, one star review. I was expecting not to have the same very poor quality control. Reviewed in the United States, June 9th, 2017. The pedal name arrived before the estimated delivery date, but again, without working properly. I should mention, as a second buy of this same product, I was expecting not to have the same very poor quality control. It seems to me that the pedal I received was not tested at all before leaving the pedal brand facility. As a simple connect and hit the foot switch test may indicate these problems. This was a frustrating experience. I am very disappointed with the U.S. company quality control. Next paragraph. I would recommend instead the Joyo jf01 if you want a low price classic overdrive oops overdrive pedal i well, so i think i think we i think we i think we I said that yes, much sus, that's fine we had sussed that out i think okay <laughs> well built basic controls or the amazing true tone v3 jekyll and hyde overdrive and distortion pedal built like a tank lots of controls Hide range, overdrive, and distortion. If you are a big fan of the strokes, you would like to have similar tones, even if you have to pay more. Shame on you, pedal company. Okay, so uh, I, it says that it's an American I'm think pedal company. It's like harmonics, right? Was the pedal made in the U.S.? Do you know? I do not know. I I can't okay. imagine that it is. But okay, 
I mean, is it electroharmonics? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Is it a soul food? It is not a soul food. Is it? Oh my gosh. Okay. Is it the East River Drive? Oh, that, yeah. It is not the East River Drive. It's a good shout, though. Uh, what other drive pedals do EHS yeah. do? Is, is it any sort of muff? Is muff in the title whatsoever? Muff is not in the title. Okay. Is it? Uh, is it like their standard kind of smaller size that's just painted on the top and silver on the sides and single single pedal? This size? one is white on the sides, but but it is single pedal oh, size. Uh, yes. White on the sides. Um, the canyon? No, canyon. No. no, no. Canyon is a delay, right? That's the. Keely delay, isn't it? Uh, oh, white on the, side. the the EHX crayon. It is crayon was yeah okay. Is that what it, it is? It is the crayon. Nice, yes. Weren't that is two? six. Did sixty nine quid for coal? <laughs> <laughs> they do actually cost about that, don't they? Probably something like that. Yeah. Yeah, was there crayon. was there another crayon? Was there like a JHS crayon? I feel like there was a JHS that came out around the same sort of time. Yeah, yeah. that was such a and weird then, thing. And then the uh, what I really liked the about same that. Time. Yeah, yeah. What I really liked about that um, the electroharmonics one was the because uh, you know how they sometimes do those like crossover pedals like the um, epitome and the green onions and stuff where they have like yeah. two of their existing pedals in one. Yeah. So they did the crayon and the uh hot tube the yeah. yeah the hot tubes which they then just called the like hot wax or something yeah the hot wax you know yeah. if you have the two together that's then it's rad. just that's all you're gonna end up with it's and the artwork like, on genius, it is really good too it's like a melted crayon on top of a on top of a tube i think yeah 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 is the, the electroharmonics pedal marketing is always so wildly different like i feel like they have two different people involved seriously in, like the the like the design work because sometimes you get this like really utilitarian kind of uh like yeah retro like not retro but like kind of like it's like they have one guy from design. tc it's like they have one guy from tc electronic and one guy from like earthquaker or something and they just like kind of yeah because you think about take, like the they pick and choose which ones they're gonna design yeah you know? yeah 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 exactly yeah Really like funny. the soul food is just the word soul food written on a pedal yeah. in some, form, yeah. you know? Yeah. That was a great pedal though. That and the, um, the bass as well, the soul food bass. Like I, I really like the soul food bass for guitar. Cause it had like the, sorry, I don't mean to diverge too much into talking about guitar stuff, but the, no, um, this is perfect. The, uh, the, 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 the soul food bass had a blend control, which I just, I think is, yeah, I just, I really struggle with, pedals in general that like don't have a blend control nowadays i just think it's such huh. an integral part no, you know i think i think it's an integral part of like how because i want stuff to be so subtle yeah just, you know, and also need, like, like excellent guitar playing to come through the only argument like you might as well have a blend control and you can turn it all the way down yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly, totally exactly and I, yeah i just think that the um the selfie bass just made like such a difference to like having that blend control and they just made such a difference i yeah. it sounded it sounded great on guitar Really, really good guitar. Jeez, I never tried the bass one. I, I, I bought and sold a couple Soul Foods just because I, like, 
anytime I get on Craigslist, like for a while, it was like, okay, I'll give you, you know, this much money for all the pedals that you're selling and then sell yeah. them off one by one. And, and there was always like, a, it was always a soul food in the, in yeah, the mix. Yeah. And, yeah. um, uh, but like, I liked, I liked it for, you know, what you're paying. I, I thought it was a great pedal, but, but I never tried the bass. Uh, yeah. And it, and it was a great pedal. And, you know, for a long time, it was kind of the only, uh, clon you know, style oh. transparent overdrive. Uh, it was the only kind of like, yeah, you know, kind of quote unquote clon style pedal on the market. Um, that wasn't mega mega money and um and then you know there was that like the uh j rocket archer and then obviously other people came along like the 200 bucks wasn't it yeah yeah it was and you're right the soul food was like they were like 70 quid when they came out it was crazy (laughs) so cheap that was that was so funny about the clon clones like uh that were still so expensive because it's like yeah like if you're gonna clone a pedal you might as well just make it affordable, right? Yeah. But, and I know yeah, some of them, they, they were, like add features and stuff like that. But they were doing it because they could though, right? Because the name yeah. was so, like people wanted it so bad. And it's like, listen, I, I don't have $3,000. I don't have $1,500. Okay, what about $200? Yeah. And so then it's like, but it's but the- literally, you know, just copying. Some of them were just a straight copy and they're still charging like 200 bucks or 250 but the thing that's weird it's like the prince of tone for me like the ktr exists and you can buy it and they're like less than 250 right Uh, not anymore i don't think because i think the what i i think the waiting list is like is i think again like that has now kind of ended up being on i think you're on like a waiting list style of of ordering because it used to be that like the ktr was like the one you could Which, just totally buy totally yeah 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 but, but i don't yeah, i don't except... i don't think it's easy to get anymore i think it's i think he has like a big waiting list oh, now that makes sense i mean maybe it's like the timmy right the timmy in theory would go in stock in places and stuff but a lot of times it would just be out of stock I did you try was... the mxr timmy i have not no i want i i have a timmy already and it's one of my favorite yeah. pedals but I've if I didn't, I would buy an MXR one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've not tried it either. I tried the um FOD, which was, you know, kind of the the dookie style pedal, which I thought was yeah. unbelievable. I thought it was fantastic. Like a really, really great, really great drive. Um I've not played the dookie it's pedal, really but I good. assume it's like it's you know, I assume it's basically the same thing. Yeah. I but, love um, the dookie pedal, honestly. I had that on my board. I still have like the original one, you know, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, full yeah. artwork and everything. And uh, yeah, it's a great pedal. I should sell it because I could probably sell it for way more than I bought it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I did, I would buy an FOD. It's great. The FOD, I thought, I, I thought the FOD sounded fantastic. Like really, really cool. Like it makes sense that the idea, the concept behind it is a really good idea. And then they also implemented it well. Like they delivered on the idea, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, at least. Yeah. Okay. Last review of the day. Du jour. Uh, this is a doozy. This is a two-star review by Ebeep. The title is oh, the, as the follows. <laughs> if you're curious Just about write, the spelling. Writing this, this, this review was painting a... Uh... <laughs> subway on the side of a mountain like <laughs> yeah exactly 
<laughs> if you're if you're curious if you're curious about the spelling of this, it's E B E E P. All caps, by the way. Oh, so just E beep. Just spelled like it sounds. E beep. Um, so the title is Truly Stunning Effect Name Sounds. But it kinda murders my bypassed and dry tone. United States, March 24th, 2020. So we're right. This is this is right at the start of the pandemic. Dude, this guy this is, is like, like early shut. This is like his first day working from home. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, I guess I should try this pedal out. Now that I'm going to, maybe I'm going to be here longer than I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm probably yeah. going to be at home for a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll, uh, you know. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Maybe until the summer. If it... <clears throat> okay. The review is as follows. The effect are the most beautiful I've ever heard firsthand. I have a few 90s EHX pedals, and those are nearly impossible to beat. But this pedal sounds absolutely incredible. It would be a lifelong keeper if it weren't for the fact that it ruins my tone. With single coils and a Vox AC30, there's a significant amount of top-end information going on. Unfortunately, with this pedal in the signal path, even with the effect bypassed, it adds a honky mid-range peak while erasing all of the upper harmonics that make the an AC30 an AC30. Again, this tonal alteration is present with the pedal disengaged as well as in the dry position of the affected signal. It took me back to my blackface twin reverb days, which may not be an issue for Fender users, but an absolute deal breaker for anyone who cares about a top boost circuit. Such a shame. Even the house is housing is gorgeous. I will miss those sounds, but not nearly as much as I missed my tone using it. <laughs> so dramatic. Now, so, oh, there. Hang on, before you continue, sorry. before you jump in. Then he wrote, "Update," and there's more. <laughs> Wonderful. It occurred to me after I returned the pedal name that I could have utilized the true bypass mode and presume that would solve the issue with <laughs> the bypass signal. But yeah. as effect name is an always on effect for me, either as a subtle effect, true, true bypass still would wouldn't have solved my problem with the dry signal. So not a solution for me, but maybe a solution for you. The silver lining is that this experience led me to try the other pedal, uh, <laughs> other pedal name uh, competitor, which was finally succeeded in kicking out my old EHX pedal name off the board for good. The pedal name of this other pedal is a beautiful 
pedal effect with zero tonal compromises. The other pedal name input impedance is crazy low, 100K, and it bleeds off upper harmonics to ground like a 250K tone pot dialed back a bit. Not as bad or as much as the pedal name though, at least in my experience. So very long story short, I highly recommend trying the other pedal first. <laughs> so this is a two part. We got to guess both of those pedals, huh? That's true. Yes. <laughs> so they are so competitors. I, I love, I love the idea that this guy, he like posts this pedal review, thought about it a lot. And then he's like rolling, rolling in bed at night, can't sleep. And he's like, ah, I really got to go back and clarify that the true bypass switch is an option there. But it's like uh, it's like that meme of like the you know the the couple laying in bed and the woman's like, yeah. oh no, he's definitely <laughs> thinking about other women, and he's yeah. there thinking like, and another thing about this pedal. Uh, okay. So I guess again, I feel like again, this is an anal an analog delay. Is it just it, a memory man of some kind? It it is a delay. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. Both of these pedals that he's talking about are the same brand. Oh, okay. Not the one that he got off of his, but the, the two that he was saying are that he, he went with this one and then he, and then he, and then he, the update is I tried a different one from the same, from company. the same brand. Okay. Oh, but yes. they're not electroharmonics. Correct. Oh, but is this a carbon copy? I this is a carbon copy. Okay. <laughs> it makes me wonder, is it a, is it an analog delay? There's I'm I'm if way, okay, there's a I'm lot of controls he's talking on this about. Way. I'm thinking he's saying he has a 90s memory man of some yeah, kind, right? That was that was my feeling as well. And this will be it, there is a certain type of working in a guitar shop, you encounter particular people who are interested in particular types of music and often they basically this will be someone trying to be hank marvin so that's why they've got an ac30 i'm almost certain they will have a the strat will be red the single coils that he's talking about <laughs> will be attached oh, yeah. to a fiesta red strat oh my and gosh th they will be they will be trying to uh replicate the sound of an of a uh of a tape echo of some sort Jay, um, I love this, and I want it. Is there a way that we can message this person and say, "Hey, I just got to ask." You did say single coil. Yeah, it will be a red strat. It'll be a Fiesta red strat. It'll be a Fiesta red strat gold hardware. Always, always is like. You just honestly Fiesta red strat gold hardware. Yeah, they all people who bought AC thirties. It's it's yeah it's a. That's anyway, so that's you know that's by the by, but yeah, it will be. Or it's Brian May, right? If it's an AC30, potentially, <laughs> yeah. But it, but if it's like delays, then it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost certainly someone going after this uh, this Hank, Hank Marvin sound. So, so you which don't is know a great. Go on, sorry. You don't know if it's an analog delay, Phil. I it, it is not. Uh, it is not stated anywhere on the pedal itself, and I'm not going to say. Yes, it is. And you said it had a because you said know. it had a lot of controls. It does. Oh, and it also had well, one of them but it has had... a an actual like blend control, right? Essentially, because you said you could turn it all the way dry or something like a wet dry mix no. or something. 
Oh no, no. I think he was talking about the fact that you, when you have the pedal disengaged, it's still no, no. no. But he I mean... mentioned even when it's turned all the way off too, because he mentioned he... one of the specific controls, didn't he? Yes, he did, and it was. But I don't think it was a knob. I think it was the like it was turning the off switch. through bypass. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He says, "What does he say in the first? Oh no, Maybe no. I'm... You're right. You're right. No, you're right. He said okay. in in the first part. He says, "I even with it turned all the way down." Um. Because Which, he because it's an always oh this is oh so is it is it a boss re twenty? It is not okay. Is it is it boss? It is not. Is it? Oh, it's is an it, always on pedal. And you've got the option to switch between true bypass and buffered bypass. Uh, uh, is it Strymon? It is not Strymon. Uh maybe is it a boutique brand uh we would consider this a boutique brand yes we're slipping back into our old tricks here classic mm -hmm. classic <laughs> uh classic question is it big is it a big pedal you said it's got a lot of it controls. is not it is oh, not so there's big. a lot of controls oh is it keely it is not keely oh crap i thought that was for sure you know those ones it... like the caverns that has a billion little yeah ones. yeah 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 <laughs> is it earthquaker it is not earthquaker Trying it's to think of big. like it's not even it's like standard pedal size, more or less. Yes, more or less. It's not Earthquaker. Standard pedal footprint. So what is it like? Like a double decker bus oh, or something? Is it? Uh, <laughs> it's like not... you can you can slide your foot in between to like it's act. That's like how you access Thorpey. like the the the, the alternate <laughs> sounds. Is it like taller than a normal pedal? I'm not sure if it's taller. It's just it's just not a typical enclosure is what I was trying to okay. not say. It's not like okay. a Thorpey something or other. Not a Thorpey. Zvex. Thorpey. It's not a Zvex. Okay. Thorpey are the ones with like the little cage above next yeah. to the knobs, right? Yeah. I like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Um. Dang. Uh, sorry for the the side plug, but uh, thought Adrian is actually. Uh, on episode of Guitar Nerd in a couple of weeks, uh, maybe a few weeks. Oh, really? Proper, proper good old boy. He's a proper, proper well, he's legend. From, him, like near Brighton or whatever, right? Or in the UK somewhere? He lives in the UK. I don't actually know where he lives, but yeah, him and uh, Mikey Demas, who do red beard effects. Yeah. Mikey of oh. Skindred fame are they, them. They did an episode with Matt and Joe a couple of weeks ago. So, I remember you talking about Thorpey. That was kind of where I was first introduced to him years ago on GK. Right. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, but anyway, um, what, uh, what, who haven't we met? We are re really just going down the, the classic route of just naming <laughs> it's not, it's what sticks. It's not JHS? JHS or Walrus? Walrus. 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 Okay, I struggle. I, uh, Walrus Analog Delay. Walrus is delay. It? Oh, is one of them the ARP eighty seven? That is one of the pedals. Ah, ah nice. okay. And then the other one. Oh, is it? It's not one of the the Mako series, is it? It is. Was oh, it the D one? The D one. Oh, nice! Oh. Another sixty nine quid for coal. So that's Top the one. one that isn't the standard pedal enclosure, right? 
because it has that little doesn't like this one. Front. This is the one he doesn't like. And then so he, he said he tried the uh, AR five niner. Yes, that one. Um, and he likes that one. And he says that's the one. That's the pedal that you to end get. all pedal searches. Interesting, because the D one is like is it's very, expensive. It's I don't. It is bucks. freaking expensive. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about these. What Walrus is a is a brand that's kind of a a, a little bit of a blind spot to me. In general, like I've got the uh, the uh, I've played the Julia and the Lillian, which I think are fantastic. Yeah. But like, actually, I I haven't played a huge amount of the others. The um, the R the R thirty seven I think is I think Joe's got Joe Branton's got that and uh, I've it's always been really, really interested in that because it's like based on the R Odyssey right that's where the name comes from the like uh, the synth oh yeah I ooh think so. I think oh, that's okay. I my, that's my understanding is that's where that was where that comes from which is the Korg like eighties synth 70s, oh jeez okay I that's like... where that's where like the that that's what the like tonality of it is kind of based around. Jay, if you ever had like the three, the three eighty five is kind of the same way where it's based on this old. It's meant to mimic the preamp of an old projector. Amp projector, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. say I say it's a bit of a blind spot. Actually, I've played that as well. So maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just being. But they do okay. have a huge line. I mean, they have so many. They have a lot. Yeah. I, I was just gonna one... say, Jay, that is the three eighty five is. I I love that pedal. Okay. I can't. Um, I can't get rid of it. I've had it for a very long time. And even though I just kind of like, I get sick of drives and then I'm like, ah, I want to try something different. That one, I just can't like yeah. every time I, every time I start, I, you know, click everything on and I start mess, messing with stuff. I'm like, Whoa, what is making that sound? Oh, yeah. it's a 385. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah. From, uh, from crazy, from crazy intense to down to s subtle stuff. It's, and they they have uh, the Iron Horse, which is kind of a rat clone, is one of my favorite rats as well. Oh. That's they they have a lot That's of good. Right. They I must have had they had a Black Friday sale one year, and I bought like five of their pedals. Oh right, okay. Have since like sold most of them probably because that's what I do. But um, but yeah, I remember liking pretty much all of them. Uh yeah, I'm actually just flicking through the website, and yeah, the slow I've tried, and I really like that. Yeah. Um. Mm. The emissary I've tried and I like that. I, I yeah, actually I've tried loads of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. clearly not a clearly oh, not. These are the guys spot. that make these pedals? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, okay, cool. Good. As long as I'm they are like they've become one of those few boutique brands that's also just like super mainstream as well, you know. Yeah. Right. That's why I was like, uh, is it boutique? I mean, I and they have a I huge like offering I now. I think it is, yeah, yeah. They're not, still they're call not it boutique, boutique but... in the same way that like Chase Bliss or Strymon are because they have so many pedals, you know, they're more like JHS or whoever earthquake or has a million too. Yeah. It's amazing that you can, you know, cause they're an independent company. I mean, my yeah. understanding is, you know, it's fully independent and just like having the kind of engineering know-how to be able to put together such a wide variety of pedals. Exactly. And for them to continue to be like cool and interesting, like the yeah, uh, yeah. the Lillian and the Ju and the Julian, I think are fantastic. And like Phaser is like, I mean, Phaser and Chorus are, are you know they're pretty low down my priorities list when I'm looking at yeah, and they're pretty putting easy together to sounds. make them 
not in, there are plenty of not interesting phasers and choruses. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think I think those are those are really really cool. Um, and so yeah, to be able to kind of I've always been kind of in awe of companies who are able to just like oh yeah 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 drive yeah no worries man uh, no worries six months later what's that chorus yeah. yeah here you go bloody lovely you know phaser yeah. yeah why not here we go you know it's yeah. it's amazing it's that wild. you've got the time to be able to do that as well as you know ensure that q's well maybe maybe they're not ensuring that quality doesn't drop as uh eb has <laughs> you know publicly yeah. shamed them for right <laughs> May, this could be the beginning of the end back yeah. in when was this it was uh march 2020 yeah, hey. dude. Yeah, to think that like a global pandemic is just hitting and like March 2020, that was a crazy time. Partially for me because we also had an earthquake like literally the first day I started oh, working yeah. from home. We had yeah. like an almost six magnitude earthquake. Didn't it happen like, whilst you were recording? That... No. no. Well, we had an aftershock. A... We had we had a pretty good aftershock when we were yeah. recording though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every aftershock like makes you crap your pants, especially because I'm on the second floor. So the house just like sways, you know. But, that is but like, to think that he was like starting a pandemic, you know, and that's what he was. I got to go back to the Amazon review. For that. <laughs> does it yeah. say that? Does it say the date of when the? It doesn't was? say the update. I I don't know if the would it re it would. It I would think keep the, the date that he. Date, I think it might be the most recent date. So I think the initial review might have been before March okay. twenty. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. <clears throat> oh, that's a shame. That would have been that would have been cool if it had been like you know, six months later or something. It really is yeah. like still working stuck from, in my room. Still, yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. Oh, <laughs> Listen, it's just, sorry guys. you know, this is like a, this is like a, you know, a vlogger or whatever. Just like, Hey guys, just to, yeah. just to keep you back in touch. I know everyone was really upset about my review of the, uh, <laughs> of the D1. And I just want to let you know, like no shame on, no shame on Walrus. They make some great products elsewhere. You know, I don't yeah. want anyone to think I'm a hater. Like, you know, <laughs> I feel bad that I'm affecting their bottom line. I don't want to affect anyone's <laughs> livelihood, especially right. at, in difficult times like these, you know. Also, like, clearly they just had a faulty one. Just like, I'll just send it back and get a replacement. Like, I, that oh, would yeah, be if it's in what I There's definitely suspect. just like, there's definitely just like a, 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 a like a, you know, a, a dry joint or something with the wiring or, or something is like yeah. off. If it's cutting off the high end, then exactly. there's just like an issue with that one and just get it switched over. Right. Especially for a freaking pedal that costs like 300. I think something's <laughs> wrong dude. with this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It can't be like a flaw in the design. Why have none of the reviews meant that I've watched yeah, right, exactly. the fact that this specific <laughs> issue, how has nobody talked about yeah. this? It's crazy. They're all just happy with it, spending 300 bucks on a thing that... <laughs> Won't let me sound like Hank phrasing. Marvin. <laughs> uh, uh, I love the idea too of a guy just trying to sound like Hank Marvin with a three hundred dollar delay pedal. You know, there honestly, there it's it's wild. There's like shadows clubs over here in the UK where people just get together and talk about the shadows. Like, and when I say clubs, I don't mean like, I mean like there are buildings that are called the you know. South of England, shadows. the southeast of England yeah. Shadows Club. Like there are people who've put Shadows chapter. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they were a big band, you know, they were a big band. They were like kind of the predecessor to the Beatles to a degree. When, you know, in terms of like popularity yeah. in the UK. Um and uh you know, they were a big band, but like 
it's crazy to think that that would exist nowadays. Just people being like, oh yeah, I'm just off to, well, it couldn't be off to Metallica club. Everyone you know? had the same, everyone had the same band because there only was one Beatles at the time. So everybody that's 65 years old now, their favorite band was the Beatles, but we all had different bands, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, would yeah. join a nineties pop punk or ska, you know, chapter where somebody else would join, you know, whatever yeah. grunge or something. Oh, it's such an interesting. I honestly don't know much about the shadows. Hank Marvin, play guitar. Seems okay. like an all right fella, yeah. as far as I, mean, I can I know tell. Him, he's like famous as a guitarist. Yeah, know? yeah. And he's probably and were... got a million signature strats, right? He's had. Well, he he had the. Uh, yeah, he had a, a signature strat, and he's also had a signature Burns because he played Burns in kind of the early days. Um, but because it, it's it's theorized okay. that he probably had the first Fender in the UK um because really? they yeah yeah they they brought uh cliff richard brought it over with he brought it back from when he did a tour of the u.s without the shadows he brought a um a uh a red a red strap back in it's a 57 i think or 50 i think it's a 57 strap was his and that was the first time that the uh offender ever made it into the into the uk apparently whether it's true or not is it's difficult to know, but um, yeah, he, he brought that over and it was just like, wow, look at this, you know, cause the Beatles, I mean, the Beatles didn't have fenders until like, no. I, that was kind of toward because of contractual agreements. Like, you like, never, hmm. you never amps maybe, but you never associate the Beatles with any real specific guitar, right? Maybe it's like, well, or like uh, the honer bass or something. The honer, but yeah, like Macca played the played the bass, played the honer bass. Like he's played other stuff, but like yeah. primarily it was the 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 violin bass. And George Harrison, like he had like a few guitars, but like the Gretsch, the Jet, and the Country Gent. I think the big brown one. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think like Lennon played the. Uh, I think he was mainly Rickenbacker, but like he's also like yeah, he's that's had, true. The yeah. early days he had that Rickenbacker, but he also played the casino. And then towards the end, they were playing strats. But they weren't um, like the people who they are known for a strat or a Les Paul or, you know. No, 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 not really. But I, I watched, um, I, don't, have you, I don't know if you've seen Eight Days a Week, um, which is the Ron Howard uh, biopic on the Beatles. Like I watched that last week and it's really good. Really, really good. Like the quality of the foot, you know, you think back to the fact that some of this footage is from like, it's from like the, uh, like, the the early sixties, yeah. it's incredible. It's in, it's unbelievable. Like okay, the quality of the airplane. footage and the quality of the recording and stuff. But I would really recommend that. I thought that was a like really quality watch. My dad and my stepmom went to some like, I don't know how they heard about it because they're not the kind of, you know, cultured people that would find out about something like this. But it was, you know, we were living outside of LA and they heard about somewhere down in LA that there was doing a double feature of eight days a week. And I think the movie help like okay. the Beatles, the Beatles, it was like there, it was a double feature of both at some like cool LA artsy theater, you know, some small place. And so there they go into this lobby and uh, my dad said, he's like, he's looking around and it was like kind of crowded. There were a lot of people there. Um, for you know the size that it was and he turns and like he probably could have reached out and touched him he's like i feel like i know those two faces and it was tom hanks and uh 
what's uh, his wife? Um, G- is it Gina? Something. She's an Gina actress, Davis. not nearly as famous as 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 he is. And did you say Gina Davis? It's definitely not <laughs> Gina Davis. Uh, and they were like they were that Rita far Wilson? away. Rita Wilson. What was yeah. it? Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. Yes. Wilson? And they're they're like holding, you know, their tickets and they're like shuffling towards the and he was like, Whoa. Oh, and I believe this was either it must have been during or right before filming of uh Castaway. Yes. He he had a huge beard <laughs> and he was walking through the crowd and nobody nobody was going like no one was doing the look at that, look yeah. at that. You know, nobody's hey, doing look, that. It's- literally the most famous actor in the world <laughs> like yeah but my dad like my dad like elbowed <laughs> elbowed my stepmom he's like and she's like what are you doing and he's like that's tom hanks <laughs> and uh she they they both recognized rita wilson first and then they're like who's that oh my that's freaking tom hanks and because he's like a massive massive beatles fan that he right heard about yeah. it and he was like oh i gotta go <laughs> amazing that's hilarious um, so good. Yes, I. He doesn't have very many stories like that, but that's one of his favorite ones. It's a good one. We have, like you said, less. like the one of the most famous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, well, guys, it's been great. It's been a lot of it fun. Has. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, it's been really fun to peek behind the proverbial curtain. Mm-hmm. and without let me tell you it looks fantastic back here it's beautiful <laughs> without bowls of whiskey <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> a sober a, a mostly sober recording session a sobering recording session <laughs> sobering too <laughs> we hit some very serious topics yeah and wow we, yes, what a journey what a, yeah what a wild hey, so we're not going to wait two years before we have you on again jay Cool. Thank you. Well, you know, always good to hang out with the, hang out with the crew. And, uh, yeah. Uh, if you, next time you see Aaron pass on my love and, uh, respect, I guess maybe, but like, you know, love is, love is fun. Ignore the bit I said about respect. Love is fine. Pass on my, just just give him love. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Give him love. Pass. We will pass on the love. Thank you. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. <laughs>